Join the party and spirits are playing in your city. God, we're so excited. Eric will be wearing his DMing glove the entire trip. I'm both worried and excited. Seven cities, 10 days at the end of March 2024. Your two favorite podcasts, Join the Party and Spirits, are performing live. We're playing games, rolling dice, making monsters, and a whole lot more. So come see us in Seattle at the Hereafter on March 21st. Minneapolis at Granada on March 22nd. Chicago at Reggie's on March 24th. Boston at the Rockwell on March 25th, New York City at Littlefield March 26th, Philly at City Winery March 27th, and D.C. at Atlas Brewworks on March 28th. Get your tickets right now at jointhepartypod.com slash live. That's jointhepartypod.com slash live. There you can see all the ticket links and find the city that works for you. When you're rolling the bones, your future is looking good. Join us. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to Spirits Podcast, a boozy dive into mythology, legends, and folklore. Every week, we pour a drink and learn about a new story from around the world. I'm Julia. And I'm Eric. And we are joined this week by Nikki Grayson, co-host of If You're Driving, Close Your Eyes, a comedy podcast. Nikki, welcome! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so amped to be here. We are so pleased, and you're going to be joining us for an Urban Legends episode, which is hell yeah. personally one of my favorites because I love reading other people's creepy experiences. I would prefer not to experience creepy things, mm-hmm. but for people mm-hmm. who have experienced them, always a good time. Yeah. Have, do, do you have any particularly creepy stories that have happened to you at all growing up, Nikki? Are you, are you from, I know you're in California now. Did you grow up there as well? I did grow up here, born and raised in Los Angeles. My creepiest, like, it's not, it's just kind of like a, it's a scary story to tell in the dark if it's, if the dark is like camping. Mm. Nice. One time I was in cabin on like an outdoor ed like camping trip with my like middle school i was in like or maybe i was in like the ninth grade somewhere in there like eighth ninth grade and i was in we were in the cabin and it was just like all of the all the boys were like in the single cabin and like i had a top bunk at the wall okay and i just like heard a bunch of like skittering in the wall which was like so good like an absolute fundamental to me like a, a that's not you can't do that like you're just not actually allowed to like have to make noises inside of the wall <laughs> so i was like at first for the first like 15 minutes i was like maybe i'm <laughs> like maybe maybe like because because nobody else because <laughs> nobody else could hear it strong opener <laughs> yeah i started there i was like this there's the holy hand the only options are i might be dying because nobody else could hear it and then i had to convince someone to get in the like i got out of the bed i convinced somebody to get in the bed and i just like stood there in the dark <laughs> looking up 
and being like, do you hear anything? And he was like, no, I don't hear. And then he he heard the skittering and he was like, oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that blows, man. Later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. And then he, he left and was like, you figure it out. So I slept on the floor that night. The next morning we found a bunch of dead bats. Oh, like had like there was some sort of conflict between a bat and some sort of animal that occurred inside of the wow. wall and the aftermath was just outside of it uh outside of the wall when we came out of the cabin the following morning wow so i didn't really get any any sleep that week yeah it was pretty unpleasant <laughs> i was gonna ask like what kind of cabin it was because a lot of times when you're talking about like summer camp cabins yeah they don't have insulated walls correct so whatever i assumed that whatever was outside scratching at the wall was like just outside of the wall just outside of the cabin and that could be anything that could be a wolf that could be a bear that could be literally anything, anything. it could be a freaking bigfoot yeah. you don't know you don't know it's the middle of the night you don't know yeah but those guys were in the wall oh yeah that's why it's not good we do have a running thing where we sometimes have listeners write in where they're like maybe i am the spooky situation and i do mm. obviously you were experiencing something spooky mm. but i do like the idea of like so another camper looking over and you just looking up whispering to your friend who they might not have seen and just going like looking in the dark going like do you hear it do you hear it <laughs> it could also be their story the that walls. they could be telling on a podcast one day. Uh -huh. Like one time uh -huh. a kid was just like Absolutely. in our cabins, weirdly <laughs> chanting, "Do room. you hear it?" <laughs> <laughs> so you might, yeah, that kid might be telling the story now and being like, "Yeah, this person was I just super so. weird and was standing in the middle of the room and was like saying that they heard like creepy noise and like." Mm -hmm. I don't know, but they seemed really creepy at the time. So <laughs> I, I was probably yeah. I was unhappy and it was gross. Yeah, yeah I don't blame it. It's so rude that they made a bunch of like middle schoolers go camping in Los Angeles in September. <laughs> Like God. the hottest month of yeah. the year. Yep, that's a nightmare. It's just like it's just like cruel. It's just like I don't actually know why you would do that or why you as an adult would want to be around children. Yeah. It's a good point. At that time that just, just just doesn't didn't make any sense but they did it nothing worse than a bunch of horny teens in the middle of a hot hot day in a cabin nothing worse nothing Terrible. worse, nothing worse. <laughs> well that amazingly leads in pretty well to the first story i've picked which is titled the Incredible. crocs man and is about a family hanging out in a cabin <gasps> okay this Let's this man it. is is something else yeah. as we'll get into towards the uh -oh. end of the story <laughs> so this comes to us from sala she her and she writes hello long time listener first time submitter of a spooky tale i've been meaning to write this silly and a little spooky tale for the longest time this little incident is what helped me understand the good old i know what i heard mm, well that's perfect for you nikki look at that <laughs> yeah. I, that's perfect for me yeah. Until this incident, I was a little bit sad and a lot thankful for not having anything to contribute to these tales. I was conflicted. But finally, something small and a little spooky happened in my life. All right. It was a summer's night at our family cabin in Finland. A very common thing here, I would imagine. A little bit different from Los Angeles. Yes, little, in that, that is the major difference between yeah, this. Different. Finland and Los Angeles, pretty. <laughs> 
pretty different. That's going to be a huge difference. Yeah, so far. We'd spent the whole day in the sun, and in the evening, me and my sister were adoring the moon and its bridge across the lake. We call the reflected path of the moon on the water the moon's bridge, in oh. case that doesn't translate. We got that finished translation thing. There it is. It was the full moon, and the whole night sky was very light. The eerie, almost black and white light casting long blue shadows, no flashlights needed. Usually during the night when we have to use the bathroom, us sisters, there's three of us, wake each other up and all go together. Now that's, I mean, I guess like you want to stick together, but also yes. like how annoying would that be if you're simply yeah. just like, come on, I got to pee, you're coming with me. Extremely. Yeah, yeah, I would be, I'm an only child, so that helps, but like I would be extremely pissed if someone like came, woke me up in the middle of the night. Let's say my husband woke me up in the middle of the night, was like, Julia, Julia, mm -hmm. I have to go outside and pee. And I'm, I would be like, why are you waking me up for that? Gosh, that's your problem. Yeah. Also, if all three of them go, then they all three could get got. That's true. By a bear or whatever in the woods. I like this theory, though, because three seems like the perfect number where one person is in the bathroom, which means the other people who aren't in the bathroom aren't left alone. Mm. Like if there was just two of them, I would worry that I would come out of the bathroom and the other person would be gone. You know, that's so smart. Would be gone. Straight up gone. But what if they're both gone? Oh, then you're you're fucked. <laughs> you just fucked. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like you lose one, and then the the one gets to get back to camp, and be like, the other two have gone missing. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yes. I would just assume you murdered both of them if that was the case. Like, yeah. if we were like, all three of us sisters went to yeah. the bathroom and I'm the only one that returned. I'm like, you killed those kids. Ignore the knife, yeah. please. And thank you. And the yeah. blood stains across my dress. Don't worry about it. All good. Everything's fine here. So Salah continues, we would especially do this going with three all three of them if they had been watching anything spooky or been gazing at the full moon for too long mm -hmm. you might wonder why we why we needed a friend to go pee in the first place well we sure did mm -hmm. uh it's because we have an outhouse and it's a bit far out from the cabin and there's nothing quite as spooky as a narrow flashlight ray flicking around the woody path yeah that's true so when i go out to pee my sister was eager to join me Thankfully, I've been hardened by depression, Woo! so I don't get spooked too easily these days. Have you guys seen those videos of like, uh, it's like a cat owner and like they get up and they're like, oh, I have to, I have to go pee. And then they pan to the cat and the cat goes, no, we have to go pee because the cat always follows them to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 That's how I'm feeling here. That's the vibe. Note that it was a bit nippy. So we were fully awake by the time we got to the outhouse. And I can see my sister being a little freaked out by the dark, so she comes inside with me. A moment goes by, and I hear someone walking to the outhouse, assuming it's my mom, and I say, oh, the whole gang is here. To which my sister goes, what? No one comes in, and we hear nothing. I see her not having heard anything, and I start getting scared about what I said. And I said, nothing, I'm probably just sleepy and confused, knowing full well that I wasn't. Mm. She asked me to tell her, and I insisted on not talking about it more, since that would mean she'd be scared all night. Which is very kind of her, but also, there might be someone yeah. getting you. That's really kind. Yeah, it's like, that's <laughs> telling someone about a door, and then they're like, what door? And you're like, the door's not there anymore. You know yeah, what? There's no door. Don't worry about the door. <laughs> 
Don't worry about the door. Eric, I feel like we need to give Nikki a primer on Team Ignorant. Yeah. And as the chief of Team Ignorant, I believe that's your position. So so we have a we have a ongoing debate between me, Julia, and our other co-host mm-hmm. Amanda about whether or not you should be Team Ignorant or Team what is investigate your, Team Investigate, in which like if you not if you like see something. But like if you sense something bad, what the correct Mm -hmm. thing is to do. Mm. Yeah. If you're in bed in the middle of the night and you hear a noise, do you turn over and go back to sleep or do you get up and go look to see what caused that noise? I get up to see what caused it. See, (laughs) see, I'm very much like until it's like happened a few times or I feel (laughs) I am in like about to enter like mortal danger, I'm like... I'm just gonna let this ride out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. There's definitely a point where I I have agreed that you have to get up and be like, I think someone's mm. breaking into my house. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's in my house. Yeah. But there's definitely a point where I'm just like, no, I'm I'm actually good for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good yeah. right here. Exactly. I'm good right here. I get that. For me, it's like the odds that Barley has gotten up. And knocked something over. Mm. I live in perpetual fear that the dog has like knocked over a cabinet mm. onto herself or like Metal Gear Solid snaked herself. <laughs> like a box has like fallen on top of her somehow. Like even if I don't have any boxes, I'm like, that's what I'm going to come outside and she's going to be just like snake and there's going to be a box yeah. on top of her and I'm going to have to rescue her. <laughs> so anytime anything happens, I'm like, <gasps> And I immediately get up, even if I know she's in the room with me. Mm-hmm. That's how thoroughly she's ruined my brain. <laughs> One of my two dogs, Herbie, is particularly dumb. Uh, he <laughs> he broke is. his leg by jumping off of our second story balcony uh, the third week we had him. No. And he's, he's good. He's good. He's got a bunch of metal rods. Oh, hell yeah. He's cyborg. <laughs> he gets into all kinds of just absolutely dumb things one time he we thought he was chewing on a toy because <laughs> we couldn't see him from the other side of our like coffee table he was like right on the other side where you wouldn't see him mm-hmm. and then he like yelped and we realized he chewed through it like an extension cord and it's just like this dog does not know how to live in the world no survival instinct at all no survival instinct but it was probably here's the thing that extension cord was probably so fucking sick it probably was great <laughs> it was probably it probably felt so mm-hmm. good it was so cool. He really liked it until he really didn't like it anymore. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's he's good now. He's got a weird bowel disease, so he's out of like a bunch of steroids. But he's uh, he's a lovely, he's a no. lovely ten year old dog. Poor he's, baby, he's, he's doing his best. He is he is doing his best. The funniest thing that he did recently was we were walking and he started limping on the walk, but it wasn't the the leg with all the rods in mm-hmm. it. So I was like, what? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Like you you're fine with this. This leg's good. And I and I picked up his leg and looked at his paw an acorn he had stepped perfectly on an acorn and it had perfectly <gasps> wrapped itself around one of his paw pads. No, and no, I was no. just like, what is happening like how could you not like this was literally two days ago i was just like what i think he's cursed incredible unbelievable odd dog he might be cursed but that's the the beautiful thing though is that like if you think about like you are always there to uncurse your dog to reverse the curse right (laughs) 
Yes, that, that. Well, here's here's the thing, Eric. I think maybe the ghost that definitely doesn't haunt your house might no have house. attached himself to your dog, and that's why all these bad things keep happening. Could be. I can't Could confirm be. that to be true, but I, I think it's true. Mm-hmm. Julia believes my house is haunted, despite no evidence. Eric has left the room, and I was talking to my co-host, okay. and then on camera, I saw his chair move about like a foot. And I am convinced now. And I've seen Whoa. like the door behind him He's slowly open me. and close. Like, like I've seen things. Eric's convinced that it's not true. Eric, it sounds like there's a ghost at your house. Well, <laughs> we could figure that out later. One day. We'll get back to Salah's thing. <laughs> we'll figure out my house another time. We left the outhouse, both spooked, but determined not to show anything that we were scared at all. Mm-hmm. Walking calmly and confidently back to the cabin. I'm just Googling, are there bears in Finland? Oh, there's definitely bears in Finland. That's a huge, that's going to be a huge yeah. Google. That's, yeah. a, hey. that's a really important one to, to look up. Yeah. Hey guys, there's bears in Finland. Lots. lots there's bears, lots in, bears Finland? in Finland? That's good to know. <laughs> Bear, yeah. I couldn't stop thinking about what I had heard. Distinct footsteps. A familiar sound of crocs walking up the gravel path okay hold on hold on i got a question okay yeah i have a couple of questions hold on let me let me before we get to the question okay, okay, the okay, questions, there's okay. like one more sentence and then there's <laughs> gotcha. a few more paragraphs so at okay. least finish this paragraph let's do it let's do it no doubt about it not a faint sound very clear to my <laughs> very clear loud to my ears i wasn't sleepy enough to imagine it surely okay okay there we go Let's talk about someone wearing Crocs. There is no doubt in my mind. How do you know that they're Crocs? Do Crocs sound different than other types of shoes? Well, they get they get to this before Nikki before Nikki goes. I'll read this next sentence because the next sentence I feel like does help. Okay, okay. okay. Next morning, I tell the family about it and we all laugh about it being so specifically Crocs. You know, the light plastic, fairly loose, easy to slip on, not very spooky shoe. So like they, I mean, I feel like the plasticiness of it does indicate something. They do make a different noise, especially if you're going over non-traditional. I was gonna say this is the woods, <laughs> walking though. Surfaces. This is the like woods. Rock. Yeah, like rock or wood. Yeah, they're not gonna squeak. Yeah, the way that like I'm kind of think like feeling, but maybe it was a very rocky path on the way to the like to an outhouse. Maybe it was kind of rocky, mm. so maybe. But then this person would have to have so much experience with Crocs yeah. on rock. Yeah. Crocs on rocks. To know. Well, Crocs on rocks Crocs is probably the, the title of the episode. So I'm glad <laughs> we got there. <laughs> it's also what the cocktail is going to be called this episode. Get ready for that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's incredibly specific. I love it. I certainly don't feel like I could, I could identify like a certain person's like pattern of steps. Like I remember being a kid and being Mm, able to mm -hmm. recognize like whether my mom was coming up the stairs versus my dad was coming up the stairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I could like tell like what pair of shoes they were wearing at the time. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) there's a cadence rather than a texture to it, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know about this one. While you say you weren't sleepy, I feel like maybe a sleepy brain filled in, like made a jump, made a leap and was like, those are Crocs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Those are Crocs. <laughs> it's got to be. be. <laughs> We're about to dive into to the, the weirdest part of the story. Surprise. Like, this isn't so the get, weirdest part of the story. Get ready. Oh, they, we're wow. not there yet. Okay. No, we're not there yet. We're about to be there. The following morning. We talk and someone jokes about the Crocs ghosts again. And my other sister, not the one who was with me, gets all serious. 
and says not to joke about the Crocs man anymore. What? I say, hold up, a man, what makes you say that? We never gendered the person following us. We shouldn't gender our ghosts, you know, we shouldn't gender our ghosts. Yeah, not till you know. She explains that she had a nightmare. In the dream, she woke up in the middle of the night in her bed. The bed is surrounded by windows and there weren't any curtains at the time. She glanced at the door, which has a normal size window on it. And behind the door, she sees the silhouette of a man. And she wrote Scaramooch, Scaramooch. Yeah. (laughs) The man is nude staring at her nude we asked why this is relevant to the crocs incident and she said she was sure that this was the crocs man that he was wearing nothing but crocs also dripping wet for some reason what? and likes to watch people sleep a very particular kink perhaps hold on hold on hold on alas the crocs man was not joked about anymore i hate the crocs man i have a philosophical question <laughs> I have a philosophical question for everyone here. Yeah. If you're wearing Crocs, are you nude? Ooh. No. 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 That's one of the... Okay. Have we ever talked about my my weird college experience? (laughs) I mean, we've talked about your weird college experience many times. Well, well, I went went for three years. I was in training to be a conservative evangelical pastor. (laughs) And then a lot of things changed in my life. (laughs) 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 so so uh at one point it was very common in our dorm which was three dorms connected we had community showers and for some reason the upperclassmen started staying in this dorm because of like the community aspect of it because like there was like this everyone liked getting along there had no air conditioning they had built newer dorms very recently that were much nicer and like upperclassmen would just stay in this building because they're like we like the community that we've built here it's very strange we like the vibe and like a very weird part there's a lot of weird homoeroticism happening a bunch like 18 to 22 year old christian men at college (laughs) that i cannot quite Uh explain why that's happening and so we at one point there was something that happened that like they instituted a policy where you could only be naked in your own rooms and in the shower area of the bathroom okay I see where this is going. And so once once that rule got implemented, everyone started to figure out what defined nudity. Sure. What's the loophole here? And so a lot of people would try to walk to the bathroom with just socks on or Crocs. Mm-hmm. And and they got in trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so they would say that that is nude. Mm. Mm. So that is nude. That was based on God's law. So I don't yes. know if, if we're going <laughs> to use God's law here. Well, according to Genesis, you got to cover your genitals and then that's what nudity is. We all know. Yeah, that's what nudity is. It's all there. I know I said that you are not nude if you're wearing shoes, but I do think you are nude if you're wearing shoes. Mm. It's tough. Yeah. I think you can be nude and wearing socks mm. even, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there it has to be there has to be something like worn above the the knees <laughs> to not be nude. Yeah, above the knee. Yeah. I think it's just if the genitals aren't covered, you're nude. That's yeah. what it is, I mean, that's right? The easiest, like, that's the yeah. easiest that's way it. to explain yeah. it. Yes. I'm sure our listeners will have a lot to say about what yeah. defines nudity. <laughs> but let's we'll go under the assumption that this man, despite wearing Crocs, was in fact nude. Yes. 
And also, also wet. Also, he was also dripping wet. wet as if he walked out of a lake. Out of the lake. Oh. Maybe he just walked out of a community shower. Or Yeah, could, could have been a community shower. Or he came across the moon Yo. bridge. That, makes, oh, that actually makes more sense. Here we go. So they have one more, one more quick paragraph here. Let's go. Personally, I have a theory about this that I've used to calm my siblings. We have raccoon dogs. No, I'm not saying the raccoons wear Crocs. Or maybe I am actually specifically common raccoon dogs. Now I don't know what a raccoon dog is. It's now what's a raccoon dog? This is a thing. Uh, if you guys know what a tanuki <laughs> is, in of course, um, yes, we definitely yes. know what a, yes. tanuki. a tanuki is. A raccoon dog. We're gamers. Yes. So oh. so if you think of uh, yeah, Tom Nook, that's yeah. a raccoon dog. That's a raccoon. Here, hold on. I'll share a photo in the in the chat for everyone. Damn, I should get one of these. These look cool. Yeah, but they're cute. They kind of look like um. I love this guy. Like badgers or mongooses a little bit, but like cuter. Yeah, yeah he's like a he's like a serious raccoon. Like mm-hmm. a raccoon is a thief. This is a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. So the raccoon dogs have spread across Europe with the fur trade. They're related to the Japanese raccoon dogs. There we go. That you know of, of as the tanuki. Similarly to those, my theory is that the shape shifting and mischievous raccoon dogs are protecting their forest from people by scaring them. Mm. So we've been very mindful of our behavior in the forest and the lakeside and made sure not to disturb other species enjoying the same abundance as us. No further incidents have been reported. I like that. Respectful. So this person is saying that a raccoon dog transformed into a naked wet man wearing Crocs to scare them. The naked night. Yeah, the Croc man. It only makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There's a lot of times where spirits will transform from one form to another. And and when it's like a human form, Mm -hmm. they will be naked and sometimes wet in the case of like a Kelpie, Mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. Where did it get the Crocs though? Hey guys, where where did the Crocs come from? Where did you get the Crocs though? <laughs> and how did it learn about them? Yeah, maybe it stole some. Ooh. Maybe someone. Maybe a camper left some. Yeah, and then the raccoon dogs were like, "Yo, this is the the future of footwear." <laughs> Do they wear two or four of them? Mm. Ooh, well, in human form, I would assume two, right? Unless he also had them on his hands, like a little. That would that would also be good on his hands too, because he doesn't know. And also, like if it, also like if they were at the outhouse. It's possible that, like, if it's a shared mm-hmm. outhouse, shared shower situation, mm. everyone keeps their Crocs over there mm-hmm. for foot cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, mm. they could have been over there. That would make sense. Yeah. I wonder what the raccoon would put in the, like, holes, because I know a lot of people are, like, stylizing the Crocs mm. now. Yeah, what gibbets. Is that yeah. what the word is? That's incredible. Yeah, they're called gibbets. I love G- that. J-I-B-B-I-T-Z. <laughs> With a so Z gibbets. at the end. Yes. <laughs> the 90s are back. <laughs> We're putting Z's at the back of words, and that's very good. I think it would be like a bunch of like little leaves and like pine trees and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it'd be very like foresty. Yeah. And then maybe a moon, just because we're talking about that moon bridge at the beginning. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because that's how they got there. Mm. When you close your eyes and think about Crocs, what color are they? Oh. Bright pink. I was going to say gr- like a lime green. Mm. It's some form of neon. They're bright orange to me. Yeah, mm. it's got to be a neon. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they're like nickel. They're like my fucking couch, this couch yeah. in this Airbnb. They're like Nickelodeon orange in my brain. That's awesome. I'm glad that we're all on the same on the same neon tilt. Yeah. Even though every time I see a croc in the wild and not in a forest, but like 
a person wearing Crocs. Yeah. They're usually <laughs> a wild Crocs. They're usually like black because a lot of times, like yeah. people who work in kitchens will use them. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. mm -hmm. my husband owns a pair that he uses as his like. I have to go outside, but I don't want to put real shoes on shoes. Like they just slip yeah. in to like mm -hmm. go. I don't know, get the mail or something like that. You got to get your husband some gibbets. Yeah, yeah. I got to like bedazzle the shit out of those now. <laughs> God, I cannot imagine Jake with a gibbet. <laughs> Listeners, if you want very funny gibbets that I will take pictures of on Jake's Crocs, send them to me. You know, we have a, a link in the on the website. So do it up. Well, that's everything from Sala. So let's go get a refill. Thanks, Sala. Yeah, let's grab a refill. Hey folks, Amanda here and welcome to The Refill. Isn't this a fabulous episode? Ugh, I'm so happy that we get to have guests on our Urban Legends episode. Thank you first and foremost to our newest patrons, Lizzie, Katrina, and AE, like the AE and Damon. I know it, you know what I mean, fellow Dark Materials readers out there. Thank you so much for choosing to prioritize an independent podcast that really loves, appreciates, and needs your support. We could not make the show without you or without our supporting producer level patrons. Thank you to Alicia, Anne, Brittany, Fruity Chick, Hannah, Jack Marie, Jane, Nieselkind, Lily, Matthew, Megan Moon, Nathan, Phil Fresh, Rico Like, Captain Jonathan, Malachi Cosmos, Sarah, and Scott, and our legend-level patrons, Ariana, Audra, Bex, Chibi Yokai, Morgan, Morgan H, Sarah, and Bia Me Up, Scotty. If you would like to be thanked by name on this podcast, enjoy hundreds and hundreds of bonus posts and Hometown Urban Legends bonus episodes and enhanced show notes for every episode, recipe cards for you to make at home and more. Join us today at patreon.com slash spirits podcast. I love competition reality shows. And recently I have really been enjoying The Traders, but not The Traders hosted by Alan Cumming that came out a few months ago, which was excellent, but Traders Australia, which uh, is so wonderful. The only thing it's missing, in my opinion, is Alan Cumming. Everything else they really, really nailed. And if, like me, you love competition shows, you love reality shows, you love puzzles and people solving mysteries, I think you kind of might, then go ahead and figure out a way to watch traders au if you're in australia easy to stream if you're not you can find it you're on the internet you know how to do this stuff please trust me it's so good we have also been recording lots and lots of episodes. And hey, we need your urban legends. So if you have been thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I'll send them my urban legend at some point, or eh, maybe they're not interested, or if we've read your urban legend, and like many people, you said, oh, ha ha ha, this reminds me of like my chronic high school ghost. I want to hear about that, please. So send us your urban legends. You can either email us directly, spiritspodcast at gmail.com, and you can attach photos, do whatever else you want, or you can go to spiritspodcast.com com and fill out our contact form. We are so stoked. We love getting your emails and it is time to start filling our coffers for the spookiest season. So get them in now, spiritspodcast at gmail.com or spiritspodcast.com and click contact. It is always a wonderful and busy time here at Multitude. And today I wanted to remind you that we have a Discord specifically for Multitude listeners. It's free to join. All you got to do is go to multitude.productions and click on the community tab and go ahead and join the Discord. It's so much fun. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like a chat forum where there are hundreds and hundreds of other Multitude listeners doing things like playing games, sharing photos of their pets and gardens and meals. We have a question of the day bot where you 
can talk about things like your favorite memory or your dream home or a recent one, like what superpower you would want to have. It's so much fun. It's my favorite place to hang out online and it is completely free to join. There's a channel all for spirits. You can talk about your spirits related feelings, stories, whatever else might come to mind. And hey, it's a lovely place to hang out. We have free trivia. We have free game streams, all kinds of amazing stuff for you all. So join us today at multitude.productions slash community. You won't regret it. We are sponsored this week by BetterHelp. And I know that I sometimes feel like I don't know the best way forward. My instinct is usually to avoid a decision where I'm not sure what the best thing to do is because I'm afraid of doing something wrong. And most of the time, making any decision is going to be better than making no decision at all. But it's tough for me to realize that when I'm kind of paralyzed by fear. And I definitely bring those kinds of things up with my therapist and talk about pros and cons and figure out the best way forward. And I know that I would definitely feel a lot more alone if I didn't have that resource available to help me. And when I couldn't find a therapist that was taking new patients who had hours when I was available and who I could afford, even here in New York City, which has hundreds and thousands of therapists, I used BetterHelp. And if you are thinking of starting therapy, you're not really sure what it's like, maybe you can't access therapy safely or affordably where you are right now, you gotta try BetterHelp. It's convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, and entirely online. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com spirits today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spirits. We are also sponsored this week by Wild Grain. Now, we are here in peak summer, and hopefully that means you are having a lot of barbecues and dinner parties or maybe trips away with your friends. And I know that I love having some fresh, ready-to-bake, delicious options from Wild Grain in my freezer at all times. There is literally nothing like the ambrosia-like smell of fresh-baked bread coming out of my oven, and you honestly can with Wild Grain. They make incredible sourdough breads, pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered frozen right to your door. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, and truly you will never get bored. They are constantly adding new seasonal and limited time items to try. It is so good, guys. Even if they were just okay, this would be a good and convenient thing, but they're so good. Like, I live in a neighborhood filled with French patisseries, and their croissants are better than any of the croissants I could buy anywhere else honestly so good. So for a limited time, you can actually get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com spirits to start your subscription. You heard me right, people. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com spirits. That's wildgrain.com spirits or use promo code spirits at checkout. Seriously, you're going to want to check it out. And finally, we are sponsored by Brooklinen. And you guys may know that summer is not my favorite time of year. I am a sweaty girl, TM, and I don't love the feeling of walking outside and immediately getting sweaty. In the summertime, I'm taking two, maybe three showers per day. And the very last thing I want to feel when I'm like winding down, getting ready for bed, trying to get a good night of sleep for whatever tomorrow is going to bring is uh, sweaty and uncomfortable, which is why I have completely converted all of the linens I ever touch to Brooklinen. They are truly buttery soft. 
They are silky smooth. They keep you cool when you're sleeping, but you can still cocoon yourself up in their lovely, buttery, soft, like duvet cover or top sheet, whatever floats your boat. I am so happy that I get to curl up each night in the buttery soft, but still comfy and still cool Brooklinen. So shop in store or online at brooklinen.com today to give yourself the cooling sleep you deserve this summer. Use the promo code SPIRITS for $20 off your online purchase of $100 or more, plus free shipping on brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot C-O-M and use promo code SPIRITS for $20 off plus free shipping. And now let's get back to the show. So we are back. And Nikki, we always love to ask our guests what they have been drinking lately, whether that is cocktails, mocktails, beers, teas, lemonades, etc. What's been your drink of choice lately? So I just moved into this into this Airbnb that I'll be at for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have any anything in the house because I just moved. Yep. And yesterday I was like trying to figure out beer. And I was like, what is Michelob Ultra? <laughs> never heard of this. It's like I'd like heard of the beverage, but I didn't, I can't I've never had one. I saw you tweet this the other day and I was like, what is going on? Over <laughs> What's there? happening? Yeah. I tweeted, I was like, is Michelob Ultra good? And it was one of those situations where like the the response was swift and immediate. <laughs> And everyone was like, no, don't save yourself. It's it's awful. Save yourself. So I just got some Corona instead, because that's my that's my preferred. I love a Corona. Yeah. But my actual thing is that there is a um, coffee shop near my place that has a an iced coffee. It's like the, the like the specialty iced coffee. I'm looking at the menu right now to figure out what's in it. It's got cold brew. Nice. Obviously, it's iced coffee oat milk and then they put just a bunch of maple syrup in there and it's really sweet all right and it's really good and it kind of like thickens the whole thing up it's yum 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 yum. it was delicious i feel bad that amanda is not here because her household is a absolutely like sweet and cold brew with maple syrup household so she would be ecstatic to hear someone else is out there being like maple syrup (laughs) in coffee it's great yeah i had never had it before before wednesday but it's it's incredible Amazing. Fantastic. Eric, what about you? What have you been drinking lately? Continuing my weird mid-30s whiskey explorations. <laughs> and I, I went to my local liquor store and I, I've decided to become a guy who who talks about Japanese whiskey. Ah, hell yeah. Because why not? Yeah. I've, I've, tried, I've tried lots of American whiskeys. I'm very happy with them. So I've, like, I've heard like so many things throughout the years like Japanese whiskey. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. And I've tried two different uh, types. Um, I do not remember the names of them, but they're like the 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 starter level type things for Japanese whiskey. Mm-hmm. One of them I know is like coffee, but like with a EY and not like coffee, uh, the coffee drink. Okay. Uh, gotcha. It's just that's what it's called. But yeah, they're very good. They are. The, it's interesting because like one of them is much more lighter, like a, like an Irish whiskey, and one of them's a bit more darker. So it, I'm not sure like what the general flavor profile is across Japanese whiskeys or if there even is one mm-hmm. uh, the same way you can kind of categorize the American ones mm-hmm. but yeah I've, I've been enjoying sipping on those on, on the porch when, when the air is good enough to sit on the porch yes because uh, at the time of recording this wildfires real bad right now real bad right now <laughs> yeah and what about you Julia 
Thank you for asking. I have been, once again, I am going to plug my local brewery, uh, which they should pay me money to sponsor them because it's basically every episode I recommend them. <laughs> uh, but Blue Point Brewery has their Rainbow Italian Ice Sour back. And whoo, boy, that Ooh. shit is good. It is an 8% sour and it punches you in the face yeah. with how like lemony and raspberry it is. Oh, God, it is the bomb.com. That's very good. Always, always, baby. So, Julia, let's uh, let's hear this story you've got prepared for us. Absolutely. Uh, so a running theme, Nikki, on the show is we talk about either how our listeners were creepy kids when they were growing up or how the now parents mm -hmm. in our audience have creepy kids as well. So this is another classic. This one comes from Ashley with the title, My Son is a Creepy Kid and Probably a Vampire. Perfect. Wow. Now, yep. I've never really thought about the fact that we have people write in saying like, my kid's creepy. Yeah. But like, we've definitely never had someone say, my kid might be <laughs> a vampire. You never know. You never know. That's good. <laughs> So Ashley writes, hello, spiriters. We have been listening for a while. And against Amanda's advice, I listen with my four-year-old. Again, y'all. Perfect. We talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast. We've said a lot on this one, uh, for sure. I've said so many cusses over the course of eight years that I feel like if I had to pay like a nickel for each cuss that I've said, I would be. And here's another one. <laughs> fucked. So <laughs> maybe don't listen with your four-year-old. But uh, hey, who am I to tell you, you how to parent? You have to be 13. Yeah. You have to be 13 to learn about the Crocs mm -hmm, man. Mm -hmm. About the naked man who's creeping. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this four-year-old loves the Hometown Urban Legends episodes. The more I have listened, the more I am convinced my son is a creepy kid. Here are a few stories being submitted as evidence. Number one. The Fae steal his toys. He has some favorite toys, and whenever one goes missing, he tells us that the fairies took them. <laughs> one in particular was an owl that we got him when we were in Las Vegas. He had been sleeping with it nightly. Then one night, we just couldn't find it. We looked in all the normal places, then informed him that it was missing. He responded with, the fairies took it. We asked, will they give him back? To which he replies, yes, on Sunday. Oh. I like that the fairies were on a schedule. That's good. That's good. Just like a borrowing program. They're on a schedule. And, and also the kid knows it. Yeah. And so he also told us that the Fae were collecting things, quote, they want to play with this toy, the stuffy and this rock for three days by the door. So we set those things by the door. And on Sunday, the stuffed owl returned in his room where we looked before. Wow. At this point, he was also two at the time, which one uh, good like vocalization for this child at two years old. Yeah. You know, uh, and also the idea of understanding how time works. Fantastic. Uh, great baby. Yeah. Incredible. He's learning from the fairy. He's going to school. The fairies are teaching him. Yeah. If you leave him in his room, those fairies have taken him to school. He is learning calculus. You better watch out. <laughs> I definitely did not understand time at that age because I remember specifically. I still don't understand time. <laughs> the first like human thought I can remember having is like in terms of like trying to understand a complex idea, not like first literal thought mm -hmm. was I remember I was at like a doctor's office with my mom and little sister. And I understood that I was born in August. And she who's three years younger than me was born in April. 
and I understood that April came before August, mm -hmm. but I did not understand years yet. So I was like, but how am I older? <laughs> like I could, I, so like the first, like the first thing I can remember as like a complex idea is like, I understood the order of months, <laughs> but could not comprehend anything past that. Honestly, so impressive. Like, I was just like, but she's so small, but I'm born later in the year than her. So like, how does it work? Your mom had to explain there were multiple Augusts between yeah. now and the Aug the April that your sister was born in. <laughs> how many Augusts? <laughs> how many Augusts have there been? <laughs> Thousands? <laughs> Millennia. Oh, gosh. All right. So that was the the face stealing his toys. Next up is the story of Old Man Powell. So we live on a private drive called Powell Lane. This section was the back border of several hundred acres of property owned by the Powell family that was sectioned off and sold. There are only five houses on the lane, and we are the most recent ones that have moved in about five years ago. One day, we were in the truck getting ready to leave the house for the day. He looked back at our house and asked, Who's that? I looked and I saw nobody and, and said, Where? And he said, Right by the house. There was no one that I could see, so I asked for a description. He described a guy as a tall, old, white man in blue overalls. I asked him if he was here to harm us, which is a wild thing to ask your child about, like, a stranger that you can't see. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Already, like, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, listen to me. I appreciate it. And listen, I'm not here to judge how you're parenting because I'm not a parent. I can't do that. And I can't judge other people for how they decide to parent. When you ask your child whether or not a spirit you can't see is here to harm us, I think you're creating a creepy child rather than the child being creepy themselves. You might also be creepy, and that's fine. That's what we like here on the podcast, but you're creating the creepiness here. <laughs> I asked him if he was here to harm us, and he told me no, so we just waved goodbye and left. We spoke to one of the neighbors about this, and she said, yeah, that's old man Powell. We learned that he was one of the original family members, and he would often visit people who lived on parts of the original homestead. I think at the time... The kid was three. This kid can see stuff. Yeah. yeah. This kid knows too much. Yeah. Well, you know, that's also a thing. Like, there are a lot of stories saying, like, you know, children can see spirits even if, like, adults can't because their minds are more open and they're more, like, willing to see that kind of thing than, than adults are. Right. But also your neighbor recognized this ghost. And I feel like, and we've talked about this on the show, if you are moving into a house and you're considering buying it mm -hmm. and your neighbor knows that this area is haunted or the previous owners know that the house is haunted, they should have to fucking tell you, right? Like they should tell you. Yeah, you legally should be informed, yeah. And in several states, that is true. It should be like a page. Mm -hmm. There are several states where it is true that if your house is famously haunted, you do have to reveal that to the buyers ahead of time. <laughs> what does famously haunted mean? Famously haunted refers to the fact that like it might be featured on a ghost tour mm. or it's like a movie was made about how this oh. house is haunted. So people like show up and they're like, oh, that's the haunted house. Click, 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 click. Like if your like house is like something that people might go to see and that's unwanted attention that you might be getting in mm -hmm. your private home and private property legally in several states they have to inform you of that damn 
Yeah, New York is one of them. It was called the Ghostbusters case. We did a whole episode on it. Highly recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I strongly believe that if a house is haunted, you should have to tell the people who are buying it that it may or may not be haunted. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. The next one is the graveyard stories. And there are two of these ones. So the Powell family, again, from the previous story, were large enough that there is a Powell graveyard a half mile up the road from us on the top of a hill that overlooks the whole valley. It is a beautiful view. So we go up there occasionally and look through the old headstones. Again, I think you're creating the creepy child here. I'm figuring a lot out about the kid yeah, yeah. yeah now one time my son was with us and he started snuggling the headstones i asked him what are you doing buddy and he said he is lonely i said who and he said the man I figured I should just go in for a closer look as I was a few headstones away. When I got there, I realized that he was snuggling the headstone of someone who purchased side-by-side burial sites for them and their significant other, but the significant other was still alive, and the person had been buried there for about 20 years. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would also be lonely if I was like just chilling, waiting for my spouse to like arrive and they were still living. Yeah. 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 Still kicking. What a very empathetic child you're raising, though, Ashley. Uh, Shout out to you. Mm -hmm. The second graveyard story comes from a Masonic cemetery in our town. My personal background with it includes that my stepdad was surveying it and designed both their pet cemetery and their veterans memorial. With that in mind, it is a beautiful place. One of the most beautiful areas, in my opinion, is the section of the cemetery that is for, unfortunately, children. They do not charge for children's plots. With the scene set, we are driving through the cemetery and near the children's area, and he asked if we were going to stop so that he could play with the kids. There were no visible kids that I saw. He then told me that they were playing tag around the headstones. Again, I couldn't see any kids. No good. I asked what they were wearing, and he got frustrated with me and said, they're right there, pointing at the headstones in the children's section. I still didn't see anything, so he told me that the girl was wearing a dress and a sun hat, and the boy was in shorts with a button-down shirt and a hat, and was annoyed that I told him that we didn't have time to stop and play with the kids. Which, admittedly, I probably would also be annoyed as a child. I'd also be annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. After this, we drove to the oldest part of the cemetery. <laughs> like, we didn't just turn around to go home after that incident. <laughs> we I just kept like, going. Yeah, which is what I would have done. I would have been like, time to go. Yep. We're getting McDonald's or something, but we're leaving here. We're going to the non-haunted <laughs> McDonald's. You can get a happy meal, and we're not going to talk about this. Yeah. You could unpack this moment 20 years from now in therapy. <laughs> So after this, we drove to the oldest part of the cemetery. My son started freaking out and yelling, stop, stop. I asked what was going on. And he said, they're showing me how they died. What? No, absolutely not. No. Far too much. No. No. Uh, My friend who I was showing the cemetery to, which is why they're in the cemetery in the first place, just giving their friend a quick (laughs) tour of the cemetery, quickly said, ask them to show you something they love. And he calmed down and said, that's better. Yeah, I agree. I I would agree. (laughs) That is better. We asked him what he was seeing now, and he told us of images of gardening, street racing, dancing in the sun, being with friends, picnics, and more. So not only is he like 
seeing ghosts. He's also like getting visions from the ghosts, which seems bad. Yeah. Yeah. The ghost kid informed this kid about yeah. a lot of stuff that that kid's not going to be yeah. ready for. He can also apparently control the ghosts because <laughs> he told the ghost to show him better things and the ghost acquiesced quite quickly yeah oh, and then the ghost was like oh bet yeah i'll, I'll do that yeah. instead yeah you're right this is a bummer <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know what gardening it is better it truly is damn yeah it's like it's like oh it's much better to see you like playing with with a like a stick and hoop instead of dying of tuberculosis that no. is yes. a much better better vision for you to send to me ghost child <laughs> This isn't even the children, though. These are like the oh, full yeah, ass like adults. adult ones. This is like the old part of the cemetery. So yeah. like, yeah, like street racing being yeah. one of them. I was like, that might also have been how that person died. But I'm yeah. not going to judge. Like, who am I? Yeah. All right. And the final story is our previous lives together. Now, as Ashley mentioned, my son is four and he has always been a mama's boy. He loves me more than any other human and tells me often, saying things like my beautiful mama, my favorite mama, and more. I can't remember the first time he told me this, but it's come up roughly every six months from the time that he could really form sentences. He will be walking with me on our property or snuggling on the couch and say, we've always been together. And I respond with, yep, your whole life. To which he says, I mean, before this life, you found me again. Oh, boy. That's mm, mm, mm-hmm. that's incredible. I mean, like, there are a lot of stories about, like, children remembering previous lives and stuff like that. So, like, this is not, like, yeah. a super uncommon. Well, I'm not going to say it's not an uncommon yeah. thing. But it's, like. <laughs> Everyone's <it's- laughs> kid has done this. <laughs> Everyone's kid remembers this. One in ten kids remembers their previous lives, right? <laughs> But no, like, this is not a unheard of thing. I'll say that. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. She continues, I can't remember the exact exchange each time we have spoken about this. However, I know they are always unprompted conversations. We are generally alone with no outside stimulation like TV or radio. And he's always certain that this is not the first life we have journeyed together. If you would like more stories about my mom predicting major accidents, the haunted house she grew up in and or her coming to escort animals over the rainbow bridge. Let me know. Stay creepy, stay cool. Ashley. <laughs> I figured it out. Yeah. Okay. Folks, it's a family thing. You're all scary. <laughs> You're all spooky. It's in your blood. Oh, also, sorry, there's a PS here. Okay. Which is the reason that we mentioned the vampire thing earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I already <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> which is we call him a vampire because the only thing I craved while I was pregnant was garlic. And he is now allergic to it. Hmm. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah, I see that. That's incredible. (laughs) Incredible. Thank you so much, Ashley. Ah, wonderful. So, Ashley, Sala, and, of course, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us this episode. If people want to check out what you do and find you on the internet, where can they do so? You can find me on Twitter at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And I'm on Blue Sky, if you're on that, at NikkiGrayson.com is my Blue Sky handle. (laughs) But the big thing I do is I have a comedy podcast with my friends called If You're Driving, Close Your Eyes. Uh, it's a blast. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, it's just a good, it's a good fun time. It's just a vibe, vibe with it, vibe with some friends. It's one of my favorite comedy podcasts for sure. (laughs) Thank you. 
But yeah, if you're driving.com, we're on Twitter at if you're driving. Got a Patreon too. Uh, but if you go to if you're driving.com, you'll you'll find that. But yeah, give us give us a listen if uh, if you're looking for some laughs after you listen to this podcast. Oh, thank you. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Nikki. And remember, listeners, next time you see a ghost that's naked for everything but Crocs, remember, stay creepy. Stay cool. Spirits was created by Amanda McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Keep up with all things creepy and cool by following us at Spirits Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. We also have all of our episode transcripts, guest appearances, and merch on our website, as well as a form to send us in your urban legends and your advice from folklore questions at spiritspodcast.com. Join our member community on Patreon, patreon.com slash spiritspodcast, for all kinds of behind-the-scenes goodies. Just a dollar gets you access to audio extras with so much more, like recipe cards, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic, for every single episode, director's commentaries, real physical gifts, and more. We are a founding member of Multitude, an independent podcast collective and production studio. If you like spirits, you will love the other shows that live on our website at multitude.productions. Above all else, if you liked what you heard today, please text one friend about us. That's the very best way to help keep us growing. Thanks for listening to Spirits. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.